It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Financial Pizza, the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week. I'm Steve Siddall. Coming up this week, Coach Pete Deruta and Dave Perkins sit down with Stan Moore. Stan is a CPA and offers some tips on how to tackle taxes, especially if you're a small business. Plus, Gary Nolan has a trip planned for us all the way back to 1932. All of that and more coming up at first. So look at the week that was January 9th, 2023. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started way above. So not a bad week, generally speaking. We found out that inflation declined again. That's the sixth time in as many months, falling to 6.5% on an annual basis. And that's down from November's 7.1%. And who could forget the peak back in June of 2022 when inflation hit 9.1%. All right, the CPI in December declined to 0.1% too. That's the smallest 12%. Fuck me. The CPI in December declined 0.1%. Now that's the smallest 12-month increase since October of 2021. Now, some analysts say this could be a sign that inflation will continue to cool this year. We don't know that, but, you know, it's kind of fun to think about. Speaking of inflation, have you bought a dozen eggs lately? Holy crap, the price is nearly 60% more than a year ago. More on that in a moment, but what else went up and by how much? Fuel oil up 41.5%, butter up 35.3%, airfare 28.5% up. So what if anything went down in December? And things did. Now, compared to last year, televisions are costing 14.4% less in December. Used cars and trucks, seeing a drop of 8.8%. Bacon, mmm, bacon, went down 3.7%. Gas, down 2% and continues to fall. All right, so let's talk about the eggs for a second. Turns out that bird flu, avian flu, taking its toll on chickens, and when you combine that with soaring fuel feed and labor costs, well, you can see where that's headed. The national average for a dozen eggs hit $3.59 in November, That compares to $1.72 a year ago. Maybe it's time to consider having a few chickens of my own. What do you think? Remember last year we were hearing all about the supply chain problems and the backup of container ships in L.A. and Long Beach, California? In fact, a year ago this week, there were a record 109 container ships surrounding the ports. So if you lined them up end-to-end, it would stretch from the Baja Peninsula to Vancouver. That's a bunch. Now today, that backup is gone. Things are returning to what we're calling the new normal. The Port of L.A. executive director describes it as taking 10 lanes of an L.A. freeway and squeezing them into five. If you've ever driven in L.A., you know that that is not a good thing. Federal Reserve Bank of Boston President Susan Collins says she's leaning towards supporting a quarter-point interest rate at the central bank's next meeting that ends February 1st as officials near a peak in borrowing costs. Fingers crossed. And what else is going on? Well, FTX, that failed cryptocurrency exchange, has found $5 billion worth of cash and crypto assets that can be repaid to investors. 
Not sure how you just find $5 billion, but if some folks can get paid back, that would be a good thing. And if you were flying somewhere this week, you probably weren't. At least you were delayed. It was a system-wide outage brought air travel to a standstill across the country. Initial reports from the FAA says it was a personnel failure. No word just what someone might have done or whether it was on purpose or an accident. It doesn't help that the technology the FAA is using is more than 30 years old, is desperate need of an upgrade. Well, let's hope they move that to the front burner. Hey, your new Tesla just became a little more affordable. The company announcing a 20% price drop in the U.S., all in an effort to boost sales. And finally, are you a Yellowstone fan, the TV show? Well, I have to admit, I'm a latecomer to that party, but I really like it, and I think it's a good show. I would call it The Sopranos as Cowboys. It really is. So the popularity of the show has inspired fans, not me, but some fans, to pick up the look. Commuters donning cowboy hats, snap button shirts, and rugged jacket. Resist the urge, folks. It won't last. All right, time to get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Neruda. This week, Coach and Dave Perkins have a lively conversation with CPA Stan Moore. Tax time is here, and now's the time to get the lowdown on what you can do to help minimize the tax bite, especially if you're a small business operator. Folks, welcome into the Financial Safari. Every single week, we try to bring you relevant knowledge to minimize your worry while maximizing your gain and your financial freedom. And I don't think I could have anybody better to talk about financial freedom than one of my favorite CPAs in the world. His name is Mr. Stan Moore. Stan, welcome in. Thanks for having me, Coach. Now, you've been on the show before. Matter of fact, I think maybe 15 or 16 years ago, you used maybe to come so. in regularly. Maybe so. It's been a while. <laughs> Stan the tax man, we called you. Yes, sir. <laughs> so how you been doing? Doing well. Doing yep. well. And hope everybody else is doing well. Uh, you know, there's, there's well and there's really, really good. So it depends <laughs> on how you've been planning with your business and planning for your, for your life as to how well you're doing. Right, right. All right. And so we're going to go over top five mistakes in a minute. We're going to count them down, you said, like Dave Letterman used to, from That's five, right. four, three. Over here, we've got Mr. Dave Perkins. Dave, Thank welcome you, in. Coach. Hey, great to be here. And the numbers, man. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you talk to a lot of advisors all across I the do. nation. I and do. I think one of the main themes that advisors tell me they're worried about or their clients are worried about is paying too much in taxes. Absolutely. And uh, of course, Thomas Lipscomb's in the other room there. We'll be hearing from Thomas in a minute, too. But, Stan, let's talk about ways that people can, and some of these mistakes are right in front of your face, and other ones, uh, unless you talk to Stan, you never would have known they existed. So right. let's start at number five. What is the fifth worst mistake people usually make? Well, Coach, with number business five. Business owners, by yeah, the way. Business yeah, business owners. For number five, we're going to start at the beginning. And you know what? It's the blocking and tackling, to use a football analogy. <laughs> I mean, it's the basic, it's the fundamentals. One of the top five mistakes is sloppy books. You yeah. Believe it or not, people oh. don't keep track of their numbers. They don't keep their books. And guess what? When you go to file your taxes, when you're doing tax planning, maybe when you go sell your business or get financing, you don't know where your numbers are. <laughs> You've got a shoebox of a mess. Yeah. Coach, that's number five. Well, when, let me give you a personal story. When I first met Stan, what, 15 years ago or so, we had hired him. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a lot of work that first year, wasn't it, Stan? It was. Eye-opening. <laughs> because I had a lot of shoeboxes. You did. Hey, you got a shoebox. That's a red I, flag. I used to say on the radio, scoop all your, sh all your stuff into a uh, shoebox. That's right. Or two or five or ten, and then bring them into the CPA. And we That's get them organized. How many have you I stacked them up. That looked like Al Bundy. That's right. <laughs> Came right. in with a bunch of shoeboxes that day in your office. But Al Bundy from uh, Married with Children. Absolutely. Shoe salesman. But, Coach, you know what? If you, if you don't have, if you don't have yeah. things together and you can't analyze your 
numbers, it's kind of yep. like just waking up and, and being blind right. in the dark at night, right? You're stumbling around. You can't see where you're going. So yep. it's the same with your business. If you don't have the fundamentals, blocking and tackling, which is good bookkeeping, that's where you start. You got to know your numbers. Got to know your numbers. Those first few important. years are critical, too, for well, business owners. It never stops being critical, but, right. but uh, getting right. organized. And then once, once I did get organized... It was easy for you and I to do tax planning Absolutely. instead of scrambling. Tax scrambling is <laughs> right. when you bring the shoeboxes in and Stan has to get the stuff done by April 15th or that's extend right. it. And so that's, it's, a, it's a mess. That's right. But once you get straight, it's a lot easier to, uh, well, when you, do, when you change one thing, you see the effects. Instead of uh, not knowing what to change because you have so many things, you don't know what you're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Right. But that happens as a business owner. I mean, most business owners listening will agree. You're more worried about paying the employees, keeping, keeping the doors open, the lights on many times and then then keeping good numbers and it's a lot of scrambling that goes on as a, in, a, in a small business world or even a business world when you open up a business it, it's not cheap dave and, no. it, and there's so many different taxations and regulations that you don't realize until you get into that business world and they constantly change so <laughs> the whole concept really yeah. is really to be proactive so yep. if you're going to be proactive you have to have your fundamentals covered right having good books and having things organized that's how you can really look at your numbers and know where you're going to go. Now, what's a good first step to try to get organized? A lot well, of people say, well, it's, it's good to tell someone to get organized, but how do you do it? The well, how? the first step is f find a good CPA or yep. a good bookkeeper that can keep up with things every month. Right. You know, in the, in the financial world, in the <coughs> accounting world, everything happens on a month. You get a bank statement in their month. You get mm -hmm. credit cards yep. every month. So you want to keep up with that, and you want to be able to close the month, look at it, see where you are. Yeah, well, that, that way you really can see your numbers, your profit numbers, too, when you really know what you're spending. Absolutely. Well, many people, Dave, don't know what they really are spending. Now, credit cards help out. If you use one credit card for business, now you can see, like American Express will send you a tabulation at the end of the year where that money was spent from, from food to electricity to utilities to travel. It breaks it down for you. Helps you a little bit. I know the, I have an American Express card, and it makes it a little easier for you to categorize when I give you all that information. I let, I let Stan get my... Uh, my credit card information right off my credit card account so I don't have to download statements Makes and send them to He electronically does it. That really saves a lot no of time. Shoe boxes. No shoeboxes. No more shoeboxes. Right. right. But I still buy shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, it's, it's, so I have a lot of empty shoeboxes and my daughter doesn't want them so they get thrown out. Back in the day, you could use a shoebox for anything. Remember, it was a school project. So that's you could right. make a house mm -hmm. out of the air, a village if you had a bunch of shoes. So, <laughs> that's right. Uh, Depending on how tall you were, it could be a, a, a big village or a small people village. Mine was more of a small people village. Marty Hensley in our office with 17-inch 17, 17 uh, shoes. He probably had a he had skyscrapers. <laughs> I could not fill those shoes. He, he turned the shoebox the other way, so the skyscrapers. So getting organized, very, very important. What's a, what are you, three main steps to get organized? What, would some, what should somebody do? Oh, you know, say, contact get, a CPA or tax person. Number one is uh, contact a good CPA or yeah. bookkeeper. Number two is really the best case scenario today is use some type of an online product. QuickBooks Online, Zero. There's, there's different type of online products. The reason why is because you can link those with your bank accounts. You can have information feed in. And the days of a person sitting there keying in a bunch of information uh, you know, yeah. into the computer, yeah. those days are gone. We need to have the electronic bank feed. So really step up your technology. Okay, getting up into the technology, and, and that's something, do you find that to be challenging for a lot of people now? Or? Oh, it is. Well, you know, <laughs> what, what, it, resistance yeah. to change is different. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah, big sure. issue, right? And kind of the older we get, the more resistant we are to change sometimes. And if you're resistant to technology, it's going to hold your business back. So it is a very big problem. Okay, yeah. you need to get comfortable with that. You need to yeah. get over it. Well, very, very important. So if, if you'd like a consultation, if you're a business owner and you'd like a consultation with Stan, he's got a limited number of folks because Stan really is. He's, he's called me before and said, Coach, I can't take any new clients. <laughs> now he's specifically working with 
business owners. That's right. And what's what's the target range for business owner? Like if you have a business owner watching or listening, what what would be uh, what would be the zinger? Would say stands for me, or this is a, I'm a perfect candidate to be a client to stand. What would that be? Our primary businesses have sales between one million and ten million dollars. Okay. Some of them a little higher, some of them a little lower. But right. that's the main range. You know, you've got up on your feet, your business is running, you've been around for a few years, right. and you probably are ready to grow, or you're in the growth process. Very important. If you're going to grow, yeah. to get everything done right the first way, because if you grow a, a problem, the problem's going to keep growing. Absolutely. <laughs> so it get organized first. You. So if you want a consultation with Stan, again, limited number. All you have to do is text Stan S T A N to six hundred seven hundred. That's Stan S T A N to 600, 700. Now, Stan, let's go over number four on the five most overlooked, underutilized tax savings Number four. Yes. Number four, <laughs> the wrong people on your bus, uh-huh. right? Uh, we've heard that you need to hire slow and fire fast. And <laughs> as you know, if your bus or your business is full of people that do not fit your culture, are not service-oriented, or do not understand really the objectives that you're trying to, to, to perform in your company, right. you need to get them off quickly because guess what? Your people should be your, your most valuable assets yeah. in your company, and many businesses forget that. Well, it's important to hire, like, you don't have to hire your friends, but you need to hire people that are going to benefit you. I uh, had a consultation with a business owner years ago, and he was hiring people that he felt smarter than because he didn't want anyone to be smarter than him. And I said, you're doing the wrong way. Yeah. You should always hire people smarter than you because then you trickle down Absolutely. the trickle-down smartonomics. <laughs> you look a lot smarter <laughs> yes. if you surround yourself with smart people. Yes. He finally listened. He's done a lot better since then. But he was constantly, before that, going through turmoil where he'd, he'd text me or call me and say, Coach, I've got another employee that's giving me a hard time. I mean, think about it. So if you... You can tell when you're hiring somebody if you like them or not. And again, you don't have to like them, but as long as you you don't hate them and you're not like you can feel the tension sometimes right. you see when you value. walk in a room with somebody. You ever mm-hmm. done that? You walk in a room and you feel the I tension. I feel it. Yeah, you, you know. And I'm a somebody. people kind of guy, and, and then that that makes me scared and apprehensive <laughs> because I want everyone to like me. And of then got somebody standoffish with they cross their arms. You know, and right? You mean <laughs> just the temperament? Right. Very Are important. Most to get employers like slow to <clears throat> fire, like you said, or is that something common? It's very common because if you have employees that have been there for a long time and maybe, you know, their attitudes change or their technical abilities have changed, you know, the owners typically feel an emotional attachment and they don't want to fire them because they feel like, hey, this person's been here so long, but it might not be best for the business to keep them on. So you need to reevaluate that on a regular basis. So the culture, like make sure they're part of your culture because if they don't fit your culture, they're going to fire themselves eventually. They're not going to be happy. No one's going to be happy with them either. Right. So now how does that hurt the, the tax planning aspect where you're hiring people? Because it's costing you more money for someone you don't need? Is that what it is? Or it does. Is it what happens is you're inefficient. Yep. Um, I, the bad news is you start looting, losing money and it hurts yep. your profitability. Um, well, you know, the good news is you don't pay as much taxes, but that's not a reason <laughs> to not pay taxes because you're losing money. But good news, so, Stan, I paid a lot less taxes last year. The bad news is I didn't earn anything. That's the bad news. So bad people yeah. decisions fall to the bottom yeah. line. Well, paying taxes is not a bad thing. If you've done everything you can and you still have to pay a lot of taxes, that means you're doing really well. That's true. Nothing that's wrong with that. To have. So I'd rather pay taxes on a lot than pay taxes on a little because that means I'm not making much. That's right. That's right. So again, it's, it's, it's planning ahead. Many people are scared of success too. They don't want to get too good or too, too much. They don't want to make too much money because they don't want to pay those taxes. To me, let's pay as much in taxes sure. as possible after we've minimized taxes as much as legally 
allowable. Absolutely. And Coach, I'd, I'd still rather have the 70 cents and spend 30 cents in tax than not have the 70 <laughs> zero, cents. Zero, zero right? cents. Sure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's, 70 that's, cents uh, spends a lot better than zero. That's right. Makes sense. <laughs> Especially at McDonald's these days. I was just telling you before the show, I went to McDonald's right when the year changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so what happened is my, I usually get a double hamburger. It's a dollar, it was a dollar 79, uh-huh. which that's two hamburger, two patties. It's sort of like a Big Mac without all the other stuff because it's the two, <laughs> same two patties. We went up to 249. Inflation. Almost a 40% yeah. increase overnight. Inflation. Is that the all McDonald's? I mean, like, all the fast food's probably going through the same thing because it's costing more for the employees. It's costing more to get the supplies. The supplies themselves are costing a lot of money. Any business owner who's, who's watching, listening, knows exactly what we're talking about. And, Coach, that is more of a reason to keep your eyes on your employee costs yep. because you, it's a tight labor market in the market we're in right now. Right. You do need to pay more, but yeah. you need to get good people. But guess what? Here's where people fail is they forget to raise their pricing. Yeah. They think, oh, wait, I can't raise my pricing because I've always done it this way in the past. Yeah. Well, if your costs have got up, if you're not looking at your numbers, if you're not prepared, if you don't have the blocking and tackling done with your bookkeeping, yep. how are you going to know if you're making money in all order to pay your employees and keep the good ones. Well, the goal of a business owner is to make money. And if you're not making money, it's time to make changes. That's right. <clears throat> Either make money or make changes. Make, yeah. Hopefully you can get on that right track, folks. Interesting for sure. And we're going to continue that conversation with Stan Moore and Coach Pete. But first, Gary Nolan has readied the Wayback Machine, turning the dials to the year 1932. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1932, and the economy continues to deteriorate. Unemployment increased further to 24%. There were few jobs, and many ordinary Americans were forced to live in the streets or in their old cars. Franklin Delano Roosevelt wins a landslide presidential election on November 8th. I am glad of this opportunity to extend my deep appreciation to the electorate of this country, which gave me yesterday such a great vote of confidence. Amelia Earhart completes the first nonstop solo flight across the Atlantic Ocean by a woman in May. Earhart flew from Newfoundland to Northern Ireland in just under 15 hours. I got down without any trouble and taxied to the front door of a surprised farmer. Charles Lindbergh's 20-month-old son was kidnapped from the Lindbergh mansion in New Jersey during March. There were no new leads on the case for two years until Bruno Hopman tried using a marked bill from the ransom and was arrested for the crimes, convicted, and sentenced to death. We have in custody the man who received the ransom money. His name is Bernard Richard Hopman. Will this solve the Lindbergh kidnapping? In the opinion of all three of us, yes. The radio program Buck Rogers of the 25th Century makes its debut. Buck Rogers is back on the air. Buck and Wilma and all their fascinating friends and mysterious enemies in the super scientific 25th century. The cost of your new home that year was about 6500 You made a little over 1600 a year. Your rent was 18 bucks a month. The cost of gas... 10 cents a gallon. The Dow finished the year at 60. Inflation was a negative 10.3%. Interest rates were 2%. Big movies in 32 were The Sign of the Cross, The Kid from Spain, and Tarzan the Ape Man. I'm Jane Parker. Understand? Jane. 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 You? Tarzan. 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 So let's grab that rope vine and swing back to the present. We've now arrived back in the present. Hope you enjoyed the trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Interesting stuff is kind of a tough time in uh, 1932, huh? Good thing they had Tarzan. (laughs) 
All right. Let's rejoin Coach Pete DeRuta, Dave Perkins, and special guest, CPA Stan Moore. Stan, let's summarize the first two. First, tell us what we're doing, and then summarize the first two, and let's get to the third. Sure. So we're talking about the top five business mistakes, and we're really talking about uh, number one, fundamentals, blocking and tackling, right? You need to have your yep. books uh, straightened out. Number right. four, get the right people on the bus, right? right? <laughs> or off the bus. Or off the bus. <laughs> your people are going to be your brand, basically, and so how they perform and who they are really, really matters. Have you seen the movie Nobody? I have not. Have you seen I Nobody? I haven't seen it. has got the guy from uh, Breaking Bad, but he had his own show after that. The, oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? The, the Saul. Better call Saul. Okay, it's right. It's got him, right. but, he, but he gets on a bus and he, he rearranges the, uh, the number of people on that bus. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay. In a very high Hollywood in, violent in, way. In his own way. <laughs> he gets thrown out of the bus one time, too. So, But anyway, all right, so those are the first two. Okay. Both so very important. Very important. All number right. three yep. is lack of planning. Okay. Right. So as they say, if you fail to plan, basically what you've done is you made a plan to fail. That's right. Okay, so if you don't have the first two the right people on the bus and the fundamentals of bookkeeping structured, well, guess what? It's very hard to plan. Right. How can you do tax planning? How can you keep up with the tax code? We've had a lot of depreciation uh, code changes. We've had North Carolina, where we are here, we've had a lot of changes, the way taxes are paid and deducted. Uh, these are things, if you don't keep up with it, if you don't know that it's coming out, mm -hmm. how in the world are you going to take advantage yeah. of it? Well, a good example is me <laughs> with the building. So you recommended somebody came and we, we did a different kind of depreciation model for the building and it saved me a whole lot of money on taxes one year. What was that? I forget right. what it was we called. We did a cost segregation cost study, segregation. Okay. Yep. which brings in technical engineers yep. and it, uh, we, we mixed that in with the tax code and we say, hey, we can take a whole lot of depreciation. Well, if you didn't get it in time, then you missed it yeah. because the laws are changing. Uh, okay. well, a lot really of people good. don't know. Well, do you remember, like uh, this was a couple years ago, Dave, but there were guys with clipboards and tape measures looking all over the office. That was those guys. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's they right. were trying to steal it safes or anything. <laughs> right. But coach, with this one, with a lack of planning, it's, yeah. it's not only, you know, the taxes and the depreciation rules and all the deductions that mm -hmm. you can get. Um, we're talking about cash flow planning, yeah. right? I mean, how are you going to plan for the future, whether it's taxes that are due in April? How are you going to figure that out if you don't plan for it in back in, you know, October, November, right. December? Uh, and whether it's going to be to grow your business, you may be profitable, but guess what? You might not have cash flow. It's one of the biggest enemies of a business owner is cash flow. It can really be. You know be. Where the money's coming, but it's not here yet. So many business owners will run and get factoring done, which that's somebody loans you money based on what you supposedly have coming in. But yeah. then you're paying a lot of interest Double on that, too. So, I mean, that's the last, to me, that'd be the last sure. resort kind of that's thing. That's right. Yeah. And, and as the end resort, speaking yeah. of that, the last thing people don't want to plan for is an exit strategy. You know why? Because if you're a business owner, you really don't want to quit. But how critical is it? They don't want to wave that? the white flag. They don't want to wave the white <laughs> right, flag. You don't want to exist. No, admit that that's a possibility, but how critical is it to have that exit plan? Well, first of all, we don't know when we're going to die. Yeah, right? Right. We don't know when we're going to be disabled. Your exit plan could be done for you right. at it any time. Yeah. And Coach P, your planners do the same thing. You know, They focus on the three big Ds, death, divorce, and disability. disability. And those things you just can't predict. Yep. You don't know when it's going to happen. So if you fail to plan, Right, and then you have a, a, a which is a plan to fail. One of yep. those areas can catch you right off guard, and people don't like to think about it because those are bad circumstances. So they kind of avoid it emotionally, and that's not yep. a good idea when you're looking for the long-term sustainability of your business. Because yep. guess what, you may need to leave your business 
uh, for your family to like live off of. an individual having an estate plan. An estate plan. Yeah. It's well, like, you know, the legacy you're going to leave behind is one thing, but supporting the family that you leave behind is another. And your and business you, family, too. And your business family and the people that you've employed. So you may be a business owner looking at your, your roster and you have two, two guys or gals who you could not survive without. And so if they had passed away or something would happen to them, you would be, your business would hold, be in trouble. So right. that's when key man insurance is very important to help replace that revenue if, if somebody that you depend on in your business disappears, sure. it goes away, it takes right. a limousine for he to heaven, we call it. So we want to make sure we have that business continuation insurance, key man insurance. And we're coming down now to the last two. What's the second most overlooked tax savings okay. strategy? Okay, well, number two is business owners try to grow too fast. Again, if you don't have the fundamentals and you're not planning, if you don't have the right people on the bus, yeah. what's going to happen if you try to grow? You might not have the cash flow, yeah. right? You might have leveraged your company too high, take on a lot of debt. Right. And you may be profitable on the bottom line on those P&Ls that you're looking at. But guess what? If you don't have the cash flow and the infrastructure there, you're in growing too fast can yep. just tank you right off the cliff. A little too quick on your vision. Yeah. Too quick on your vision. Maybe the vision wasn't right to begin with, too, right? right? So you want to do test markets, mm -hmm. I guess. And as they say, you know, timing is everything. Yeah, is. So you need to make sure your timing is well planned. Nobody's going to be perfect. We don't have a perfect plan for anything. Yep. However, if you if you plan to grow and you know what financing you need, how much capital you need, and you have your fundamentals covered, you're going to be better off. Look at companies like Zoom and DocuPrint during the COVID when people weren't going out. Right. Zoom and DocuPrint went up like crazy. And, and then and now that uh, people are out and about, they've tanked back like uh -huh. 70, 80, 90 percent sure. down. So, yeah. again, the owner, if, if the owner of those companies, maybe they anticipated that, so they diversified some of their investments uh, that they made profit-wise so that they didn't feel the downturn. So that's important. That's right. Forward All right, Stan, now. By the mm -hmm. way, folks, if you'd like a console, you, if you're a business owner and you have a revenue uh, between a million and 10 million, Stan has five consultations available this week. That's all, because Stan's very busy, but he's going to take five people. You can text Stan, S-T-A-N, to 600-700 for that consultation, and Stan can tell you, show you things you might need to change and, and, and show you things that can help you. All right, Stan to 600-700, by the way. All right, Stan, now. Okay, the drum Number roll, one. please. Number drum one. Roll. Okay, guess what? The business owners, the number one problem that I see over the last 30 years is resistance to change. Oh, yeah. Ah. Kodak is a good example of that. Kodak. <laughs> how many people, have, how many people yeah, still really. have a BlackBerry uh, phone oh, or a Nokia phone? Yeah, that's right. Right? I mean, Xerox. How, when's the last time you... Yep. So, but you still say, go, go make the, go Xerox. <laughs> you still make really. Xerox. <laughs> good branding. Yeah. That's right. They had good yep. branding. But, Coach, today the biggest uh, challenge is technology because that's what's changing so rapidly. But think about it. The social uh, scene, the, the social mores... Um, you know, the way we treat people, the politics that are going on that, that run over into businesses, those things are changing very, very quickly. So yeah. if we're not going to change with them and adapt. And if you're not a flexible business that can adapt, um, it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need to be uh, streamlined, I guess. When you, you, need, to, you need to be streamlined. Like throw, if, you're, if you can look at your business as one of those balloons you see that floats with people in it with a basket, sure. you need to throw some of those sandbags over. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Unnecessary yeah. bags right. that are bringing you down. That's right. And so as you can whittle some stuff away, and we see this with professional sports, where they get rid of some of the expensive players and they have a better better year the next year because yeah. it's more of a team atmosphere mm -hmm. again. So that you, you identify who's really valuable and who's not quite as valuable as a business owner. Again, we go back to that one of the first ones we talked about. You need to fire fast. 
That's right. If and they're not, if they're not part of the team. Right. Identifying yeah. your people as your assets is one thing, right. but also looking at your technology as an asset. Here's where here's where people struggle. They see the technology that they have, yep. the amount of money they put into it, the amount of time, and then they don't want to change. And it gets outdated so fast. But when it gets outdated, you've got to get rid of the old technology. I've got a great example for this Your one. money <laughs> has been spent. It's a sunk cost. Yep. You need to invest in the new technology to keep up with the Joneses because the market's going to do it. Your competition's doing it. The question is, are you going to do it? Are you going to yep. keep up? Southwest Airlines, good example of that. They never, well, they never updated their software oh. to route the planes. They're still using something like with D-Base 3 or something Perfect like that. Example. Something from the 80s. That's right. <laughs> they never updated their software. Wow. And, see, and they, we saw what happened. Absolutely. A lot of people listening probably experienced that, Rumble. unfortunately. All these flights got canceled. And they're still being canceled. Now, Coach, they probably thought, oh, we're saving money. Yeah. We're making more profit. But if they weren't <laughs> making that incremental investment when the yeah. new technology came out, this is what happens. It catches up with you. How much of the profits is it going to cost them for the, for the bad PR to get rid of all the bad PR? Are, though. Right. It's going to cost probably cost three times manager. as much yeah. as the new technology that they should have bought 10 years ago. Yeah, because right. bad news travels fast. I saw a couple different news, local news reports from the airport. You were even on some of them. Matter of fact, my little signs here, I saw myself on their report. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> if I would have known, I would have photobombed. <laughs> so, you know what? It, and, and change is not always good just for the sake of change. Yeah. But when you see that the trends are going in your industry and in the market a certain way, you need to decide quickly whether you need to jump on board. Yeah. And technology is yeah. one that's just very, very hard for people to deal with. Right. The older we get, resistant to change, focus on that, my number one. So change with a purpose. Change with a purpose. And so not just change because everybody else is doing something, but change. But if you identify that what they're doing could benefit you, then you should jump on that bus too, the, get the right bus. But it all goes back to planning. <laughs> it yep. all goes back to being proactive. and it yep. all goes back to the fundamentals. But this is the one that hurts really bad. Should they not be too quick? To change though, maybe let it see how it plays out for a second and then jump on new technology? That's true. You know, there are the early adopters, right? When the new Apple phone comes out, right. there's some people, they buy it right away, they don't even know anything about it, and then Apple loves that because then you can make all the mistakes, report it to You're them, and then they can fix it. Them. Yeah, You're right. beta testing Yeah, who wants to be the guinea pig? Agree. Great point. You don't want to be the guinea pig, yep. but at the same time, you don't want to be the, the tortoise that never keeps up in the race. Right. It's like when a new car comes out, like they change the model. I, I don't buy, I would never buy that first year because that's where the mistakes happen. You're, yeah. Again, you're the test rabbits, I call them. But the year or two, after they've worked mm -hmm. out a lot of the bugs, that's you still smart. may have some, but nowhere near as much on that first model change. And they all have problems. Yeah, that's right. But uh, the, bugs. they do a good job of PR to make sure you don't hear it's going to be problems. <laughs> right. Yeah, the bugs, they call it. So yeah. again, business owners bombarded with ways to save themselves. They get emails all the time with, with gimmick after gimmick of how to save on taxes. What could you give us? We've got about a minute. What kind of warnings could you give us about some of the emails that exist out there, some of the scams that you've seen? What, what are getting people in trouble in, in tax court and tax law? And, and, and the IRS yeah. reports on this in their news yeah. bulletins all yeah. the time that people are seeing uh, the phishing scams with the emails and the text. It's getting yeah. really, really, really bad. But they're, you know, there's, they're, they can send out fake um, tax vouchers. They can send you texts to mm. scare you to say you have passed through taxes and you need to contact this number. If you click on that link, a lot of times they can take your phone over. So you never oh, want to man. click on that link. It'll download some software on your phone that will transfer all your information, including the 2FA, the, two, oh. the, two, uh, the double identity stuff. That's two, whatever, FA authentication. Factor, yeah. they, they, can, they will even get that number 
to prove that they are you even though they're not. Oh, that and is And Coach, scary. we have had that happen. <laughs> scary, We've had wow. that happen to some of our clients. Yep. And literally, they did take over their phone and yep. they lost money. And it's a disaster. We don't click on any links you're not trying right. to trust. Even if you think it's a trustable source, it may not be. Or someone yeah. can clone somebody, your friends on Facebook. And right. then your friend sends you a link. You think it's your friend, but it's them. And now once you click on it, they're in. Uh, and yeah. Coach, you never know. Happens it, a it, lot. Does it, it does it stealthily so you don't see it. And <laughs> the solution <laughs> is to go to the website directly. Don't yep. take a link from an unknown yeah. source. Yep. If your CPA sends you a link, it should be viable make and sure, tra make you know, sure trustworthy. Make sure it really is your CPA, though. <laughs> make sure it's your <laughs> we're, CPA. We're on Folks, if you, uh, we, got, we could keep doing this conversation today, but we got to go. Folks, the number, again, is 600-700-STAND is the name, if you would like a tax consultation, and Thomas is going to tell you how you can get a true, total retirement plan done at no cost, free for you and your family Very right good. now. If you'd like a free consultation with Stan, and his team, all you have to do is text STAN, S-T-A-N, to 600-700. That's right. For a free consultation, text STAN to 600-700. So that's it. Episode 177 is ready for delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week. We bring it to you hot, fresh, 30 minutes or less. And if you like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, well, then subscribe to it put it in your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you get a podcast. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure and rate and share the podcast. We've got plenty of pizza to go around. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808. You can also text pizza to 600-700. You remember, I've got a link to Stan and his website in the show notes with this podcast. If you want to reach me, email steve at financialpizza.com. I want to thank Gary Nolan and Dave Perkins, as well as Chrissy Paradis, for contributing content for this week's podcast. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the palatial state-of-the-art studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza! Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.